Dear home buyers, if you are frustrated and you have been giving up on the housing market because prices are just too high and interest rates are too high, then I need you to listen up. Because today, one of the most encouraging pieces of information and news came out from the Florida Realtors Association. And when I read this, I literally couldn't believe it, guys, because they're literally on my side, okay? They're confirming everything that I've been telling you guys when it comes to the housing market. And this is what I mean. They had a, an article today, and of course all this will be linked down below, that if you are renting or you've been, you know, thinking about buying a home, but now it's just getting too insane and you think prices are too high, blah, 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 whatever, it's getting too expensive, then they're basically telling you to give it a rest. Okay, now, first of all, before I go into more detail on this, this is like, you know, working for a car dealership and, you know, the, man, the sales manager holding a meeting and saying, hey guys, you know, cars are getting too expensive. So when customers come in, just tell them, yeah, don't worry about it. It's too expensive right now. You know, you can't afford a car. So this article is addressing people who are in this situation that are being burned out from trying to buy a home because of the exorbitant prices and the interest rates making it basically unaffordable, guys. And listen to the advice that this article gives home buyers in this situation. The first thing is to give it a break. Now, giving it a break doesn't mean to give up. And I have said this before as well. But what this means and why this is so important to pay attention to is because this means right now, it's okay to wait, all right? It's okay to wait for a better deal to come along and for things to start getting settled out. Because right now, the economy is in a very tumultuous position with inflation continuing to rise and mortgage rates continuing to rise. They're recognizing that it's tough right now for home buyers and it's okay to give it a break, okay? But it doesn't mean give up. Now here's what they recommend you do in the meantime if you're giving it a break. And I agree with all of these points for once. All right, the first thing they say to do, strengthen your finances, you know, see if you can find a way to cut back on certain things that you don't need anymore. Uh, try to see if you can make extra money doing whatever, you know, there's got to be something you can do to make extra money. Everyone can figure that out. Okay. And then they also say to pay down debt because paying down debt is not just good for your finances overall but it can actually help you when a good deal does come along because it will lower your debt to income ratio, which would potentially qualify you for more. And your credit score could potentially go up from this as well, qualifying you for the best mortgage rates out there. So there's a lot of benefits to paying off debt right now if you're a potential home buyer, but are feeling priced out. And this is all getting prepared for when the day comes that it is gonna be a good time to buy for you, right? I'm not saying it's today, but what you're doing right now by doing these things is you're preparing for when the time is going to be good, all right? The next thing it says to do, avoid additional big expenses. So don't go out and buy a brand new car. Don't go and spend, you know, $3,000 on one of those fancy mattresses. You know, don't pull out credit to go buy a motorcycle or anything crazy like that, guys. Don't do any of this stuff because all this is gonna do is increase the amount of debt that you have. So that's gonna hurt you when you wanna go get a mortgage and it's going to make 
life seem more unaffordable. So you need to be cutting expenses and getting out of debt right now, not adding more to it, okay? So avoiding any type of big purchase because you wanna be saving every dollar you can towards your potential home purchase in the near future, okay? And near future, I mean, it could be another year or two from now, but that's a long time of saving money, all right? Check this out, they're doing something crazy over here with the power lines. Maybe they lost power, making repairs, I don't know. Getting ready for hurricane season, something. Then the next step is reevaluate your wants and needs when it comes to a house. Now, every buyer sometimes needs to have a reality check, especially when, you know, the price of things go up. But since everyone watching my channel knows that I do think home prices are gonna go down as they're already going down in many areas. So I think they're gonna continue to go down, first of all. But making a list of what you really need and what you want, you know? Have a list of criteria of things that, like, all right, I need to have this in my next home. It has to have this. If it doesn't have it, I'm not gonna buy it. And then, of course, you can have a wants list as well that are bonuses if you get those things. Because remember, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, or even if this is your second home, chances are it's not gonna be your last, okay? People move every seven to 10 years. This is a statistical fact that um, has been around forever. This is just what people do in general. So, you know, if you're a younger person, you're not, you know, in old age looking for your final home, chances are you're not gonna live in this house forever, okay? And if you are, then obviously you wanna be stricter on that criteria. But if you're not, then, you know, maybe being more flexible. And the last thing it says to do is to keep in touch with your lender and your realtor, okay? You wanna have a very good lender and a good realtor on your side that understands the pulse of your local market and that can be watching out for deals for you. And they go on to say that if you start making more money or you're able to save a bigger down payment or you pay off debt, let your mortgage guy know, okay? Let your lender know because this can influence big time the rate that you qualify for and how much of a home you could potentially buy. Now, here's why I think this is excellent news for home buyers, guys. The first reason this is excellent news is because you literally have the Realtor Association coming out and saying, okay, we understand right now might not be the best time to buy a home, but here's what you need to do to prepare for when it is gonna be the time. Okay, so that's the first key part of the information here that I want you all to understand that being prepared for when it is time to buy is crucial right now. And this is literally the best time to start preparing because as the market's changing, as there's more price cuts, as interest rates keep going up, demand is going to keep falling for homes and more inventory will continue to build. And guess what? That's gonna put you in an excellent position as a future buyer because you're gonna have more choices than somebody had a year ago. You already do in many areas of the country. And most likely you're gonna be able to bargain on the price of that home. You're not gonna be in a multiple offer situation. And not only that, but you've saved more money, you have better credit, and you're going to get the best rate possible. And if you can get that home at a lower price than you could today, but at a higher interest rate, you all know this is a better thing than buying at today's prices at a lower interest rate because if you start losing too much equity in your home, you will not be able to refinance. So that's really important to understand for everybody watching, all right? It's always gonna be better to have a better price home at a higher interest rate, okay? Because eventually rates will come back down, 
but the lower you pay for your home, then the more equity you're gonna to continue to have even as the market starts going down. So it's really important to understand that about buying a house. I think a lot of people don't realize, okay? And guys, if you don't believe this is happening, I have all this information linked down below. There was another article that came out today, I think it was from the Washington Post, saying how the housing market slows even further in June as sales and mortgage demand tumble. That's literally the headline of this article, okay? The fifth straight month in a row of this year, of 2022, home sales are going down. We're having less and less closed sales, okay? So inevitably, we're gonna see more homes continue to sit on the market, and those homes will need a price cut to get sold, okay? This article says that home sales are down another 5.4% in June, guys. So the sales numbers continue to decline as the months go by, and that's why I keep making these videos for you so you really understand what's happening out there. Mortgage demand fell again, okay? Mortgage demand fell more than 6% last week, hitting the lowest levels that we've seen since the year 2000, guys. So you're talking 22 years, the lowest demand for mortgages in 22 years. So think about what that does to the housing market, because if you saw my previous video, then you know that the number one factor right now that has caused home prices to skyrocket is the insatiable demand. Well, we see right before our eyes that this demand is literally disappearing, okay? So that's gonna continue to make home prices go down. Now check this out, guys. We're back in Miami Shores today, and I'm doing another follow-up on this house. We saw that this house was for sale, and notice there's no more sign in the yard like there was before. It still shows that it's under contract with the MLS, and it hasn't closed yet, and they actually raised the price on this house, 75 grand. And look, there's the real estate sign. And we can see by looking inside real quick, the place is empty. So more than likely, they're getting close to closing. And that's one thing you all need to understand about the Miami market. People have been asking me this in the comments that homes are still selling here and for pretty high prices, especially single families like this because they're so rare in Miami. Okay, we're full of condos and townhouses here, but single families like this fetch a pretty penny all day long because they're just so rare and the demand for them is so high still so not every market is seeing you know these massive price cuts and all these things going on okay and that's one thing i understand and everybody watching this channel needs to understand but nationwide that is the trend right now okay and we have multiple data sources now to prove this this is not theory okay this is not my opinion I'm just telling you guys what was go what's going on. If, you know, the amount of home sales was rising exponentially and, you know, things just kept going up, up, and up, I would be telling you that. I have no reason to lie. I have no incentive to give you disinformation on this channel. And my goal here is to just share with you guys the most up-to-date information that I can find that will help you moving forward in the housing market, whether you're a buyer or a seller. As the end of the month approaches and the next Fed meeting comes up, there's a lot of talk that the Fed is very likely to raise their interest rates by another 100 basis points, guys. And this is guaranteeing that mortgage rates are gonna continue to go higher. And one of the objections I've seen from people in the comments is, Michael, if the mortgage interest rates go higher and prices aren't coming down, it's just gonna make it more expensive for me to buy, so I should buy right now. No, and the reason why, guys, is because 
all this real estate data is delayed a little bit. Like we saw the amount of home sales uh, closed in June is down 5.4%, right? But we only know that now towards the end of July. So all this data lags behind a month or two when it comes to selling homes. And you gotta realize everybody that bought a house and closed in June, they got their financing locked in probably in March, maybe even February, right? So home sales are still closing at high prices is because people were still able to get good rates. But as the year goes on, we're gonna continue to see that not happen because people are not able to get those good rates anymore in 95% of cases, okay? So as people cannot get those good rates, it's inevitably going to slow things down. Check out this wall. They got this old coquina rock wall here in Miami Shores. Super cool. This thing must be pretty old because uh, they don't build stuff like that no more. Mortgage rates are gonna continue to be volatile because until the Fed can tame inflation, mortgage rates are gonna continue to go up. And we know right now that they are nowhere near taming inflation. They still got a long ways to go, guys. So like I said, get ready for 8% interest rates by the end of the year, maybe even higher. And we're talking mortgage interest rates. So this is looking like a very real possibility and it's only July. So who knows? It could be even higher by the time December rolls around. And of course, I'll be here to keep you posted about that. Now, the next thing right now is because inflation is becoming such a huge issue everywhere, uh, there was a new report that came out showing that depending on where you're moving and where you live, inflation can definitely be a lot worse for you depending on your location. If you live in an area where a lot of people have migrated to in the past couple of years, i.e. Florida where I live, especially in places like Tampa and Miami, then we are some of the areas of the country right now being hit the hardest with inflation, okay? And if you live in an area where people have been leaving, like San Francisco, for example, it says that inflation in those areas is much lower. So just realize that the more demand your housing market is right now, then the more inflation you're gonna be seeing as inflation continues to run out of control, okay? So that's the main thing you gotta keep in mind. And if you want to avoid inflation, if you want to lower the cost of inflation for you, then you wanna be looking at areas that are not as high in demand to potentially move to where inflation is going to be lower for you. Another factor that we need to look at when it comes to housing is REITs are in trouble. You know, R-E-I-T-S, those are the uh, real estate funds that are traded on the stock market. It says that lodging and resort REITs right now are down almost 20% in June, guys. So this is another factor that we can look at that is showing the housing market slowing down. Now keep in mind, what is a REIT, right? A REIT is the institutional investors. Like all these institutional investors we're talking about all the time, that's what a REIT is. It's a big corporation that has a large pool of money at its disposal, you know, from regular investors like you and me. People invest in this in the stock market and they go out and buy real estate and you get a slice of that return each month from the properties that they buy. And these guys, their share prices are going down because they're in trouble right now. And this is just yet another thing that points to a slowing housing market. So I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything, guys, but the writing is on the wall, okay? You can't ignore all this information and think like Dave Ramsey that everything is beautiful and everything is gonna be perfect forever because it's just not. 
If it was, then that would be the narrative that would be out there because a lot of people have a lot of money to lose when things go down like this. So if things were hunky-dory or if they wanted people to think it was hunky-dory, then you know the media would be trying to pump this as much as possible that everything is fine. But we're seeing more and more reputable news outlets come out with these housing reports showing that things are headed in a downward direction right now. The next thing is that more international buyers are coming back to the US and buying right now. And let me just tell you guys, I'm not somebody who's completely against foreign investment in uh, United States real estate as somebody who has sold real estate to foreign investors. A lot of them are really nice people and you know they earn an honest living in their country they just have you know a nice business practice whatever now some of it probably a lot of it is also shady money people doing illegal things that they shouldn't be doing and they're parking their money here in the u.s because it's not safe to do so in their country now that is a factor especially here in miami but the thing is since we have this housing crisis right now where many americans that live here and work here literally cannot afford a house right now because of all the things we just talked about, then there should be probably some type of moratorium on foreign investment in real estate right now. You know, they put moratoriums on evictions, they put moratoriums on foreclosures, so there's no reason that they can't do a moratorium on foreign investment right now because that's something that would desperately help the housing market. But honestly, I don't think they need to do that because I'm very confident that with all the dynamics that we've been talking about here in this video, that the housing market's gonna go down on its own, regardless of foreign investors coming in or not. So that's just my opinion. And you know, from all my years of real estate experience, that's what I see happening. So yeah, they could put that moratorium in place, but honestly, I don't think they need to. Now check this out, guys. This was the other house that we saw on this walk. And by the way, the last time I was over here was June 24th. And now, as I'm shooting this, it's July 20th today. So almost a month later. This house is under contract as well. And it's kind of crazy because they were asking $2.3 million for this house. And someone's buying it. Now we don't know how for how much yet because it's not a closed sale yet. And that information won't be public until the house closes escrow. But someone is paying big bucks for this house all right and that's just what i wanted to show you guys again that things do still move in miami and you know even though things are insane right now but miami is a very unique market guys it's going to be different than probably where 90 percent of you live right now and by the way back to the foreign investors real quick if you live in florida california texas arizona new york or north carolina then you're going to have the most competition from foreign investors because these are the top states that they like to buy real estate in. And it's not a big surprise because even institutional investors here in the US have been buying up real estate mostly in these areas. And the reason they buy in these areas is because they think that the future is gonna be the brightest in these areas when it comes to future growth potential, um, you know, the job market continuing to be strong and the overall economy in these states being strong. So if you live in another state that's not on this list because it's only six of them, those are the top six, then you're probably in a much better situation when it comes to having to compete with all cash buyers and institutional investors. But just realize if you live in one of those states, I mentioned Florida, California, Texas, Arizona, New York, North Carolina, 
then it still might be difficult out there to buy. And that's what can skew people's perception thinking, hey, the housing market's not slowing down where I live, it's still crazy here. Well, chances are, if you live in one of those areas, then it might still be crazy, just like it is here. Now, a lot of these places aren't flying off the market here, like these houses we looked at. It took time for them to sell, especially at that price point, because not everybody can afford a $2.3 million house. But the point is, is that it is selling, which is kind of the important thing that we need to recognize. You know, in a lot of other areas of the country, a $2.3 million house probably wouldn't be moving right now. Making some good progress on that one. I remember walking past this one last time I was here. I don't think I put it in the video, but I remember walking past there. So they're still moving along, getting things done with that house. Now, somebody mentioned from my last video that people are able to travel, especially international right now, because the dollar is so strong. And that's a very good point, guys. The dollar will buy you more internationally than it would before, especially in places like Europe, now that the dollar is basically more valuable or equal to a euro. But one thing I want to mention here in this video is that this is not necessarily a good thing. It's good if you're an international traveler right now, but this is not necessarily good for our country overall. You know, as Americans, we might think, oh, this is great news that the dollar is stronger than all these other currency. Well, only when it applies to these certain things like that. But overall, this is a bad thing, and let me tell you why. A lot of US companies, especially the big ones that are traded on the stock market, up to 30% of their revenue in many cases is derived overseas. And the problem with the dollar being more expensive for companies like this is that it puts them in a position where they're less competitive you know, in countries like Europe trying to sell their American products because they're basically more expensive than things from other countries. So it, takes, it tends to make sales go down for a lot of these companies. And since a lot of them are publicly traded, it just tends to hurt the stock market even further. So as if the stock market wasn't already in enough trouble, the dollar being stronger is probably going to lead to even further declines in the stock market. And that's another really important dynamic to understand that of course is outside of the housing market, but still a very important factor in the overall economy because as stock prices continue to tumble, guys, less and less people have the money to invest in real estate. That includes institutional investors as well. Look at the REITs going down. So guys, everything is heading down right now and this is a good thing okay because we've been in this massively overinflated bubble now for way too long and it's about time that things go down and it's going to be a very good thing for all of you home buyers out there who have been waiting and saving paying off debt everything that we talked about in this video is going to pay off big time for everyone out there who's doing this you will see because all of the trends point towards this it's like driving down the street right now and you know for a while the traffic light was turning yellow but you know still maybe go maybe not right but now the light has turned red okay and it's time to stop and hold off even the realtor association is telling you to just wait it out now so crazy i can't believe they came out and said that but i'm glad they did because it just strengthens and confirms everything i've been telling you guys and um, makes me proud to know that i'm giving you the correct information and the best possible outlook moving forward if you guys enjoyed this video please subscribe to the channel check out my next video on the screen right over here and i'll see you over in the next one